Abdush embracing Bergen Riley in between the rings. O'Gorman fans on their feet. They have earned a trip to the state championship game. Bouncing up and down and celebrating a revenge win over their rivals from Brandon Valley. And O'Gorman will play for its third state championship in school history. It's first in five years tonight, right here on Fox Sports 98.1 at about 8.45 Central Time. Good morning. It is your Midco Sports Coaches Show here on Fox Sports 98.1. John Michaels, the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, is in the studio in downtown Sioux Falls. I am out here on the eastern edge of the Black Hills getting ready for championship Saturday. It's going to be a lot of fun. O'Gorman and Rapid City Stevens, the Raiders are in the state final for the second consecutive season. And before the game tonight, you'll hear from their head coach, Adam Dannenbring. He's in his first year at that school. Kent Kolsrud now in year 24 at O'Gorman. His Knights are the top seed left in this event. And at number two, having two impressive victories. 20-point win over Lincoln on Thursday night in the quarterfinals. And then you just heard it, last night's victory over Brandon Valley, 50-37. to Kent, pleasure to have you as always. And it has to be a pleasure for you to be there in the final game of the tournament this evening. Obviously, that's the goal before every season starts, but how would you describe this particular team's path to get there? Yeah, we're really excited, Zan. Um, as you said, it's everybody's goal to, to have a chance to compete for a state championship, and uh, just really pleased and proud of our kids the way uh, we played these two games in the state tournament. I thought last night, uh, again, we came out uh, really focused, uh, really energized, I thought we executed really good. Um, you know, our, our two marquee players really got us going. I thought Molly Abdouche had a fantastic game. Uh, Hannah Ronsick made some big plays. And, um, you know, it was really truly a team effort, though. Everybody produced. Um, everybody stepped up and, and made big plays for us on both ends of the court. And um, I thought our girls played really, really good basketball game against a, a very good team that's well coached, that plays really hard, that has marquee players as well. So uh, we're really excited. I mean, you're not kidding with Hannah Ronsick scoring 16 and making six of her 13 shots. Molly Abdu scored 14. You guys led wire to wire and had a 12-point lead at halftime. You extended that to 23 going into the fourth quarter and uh, held on rather comfortably. And this was against a Brandon Valley team who was the number three seed, came in at 18 and four and had beaten you guys in the season opener, 70 to 66. I mean, the closest anyone came to scoring 70 on you was one team had 60 and only one other team got to 50. So it had been a long time. You guys had obviously improved. You mentioned in the pregame show interview yesterday that you had developed plenty of things since that game. But still, that's that's a monumental difference. You held them to about half of what they scored on you in the first game. So, I mean, where did the dramatic change come? In what areas? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we just continue to grow, John. Um, as as we said, we struggled with our full core pressure uh, kind of early in the year, but it, it's something we thought we could be good at. You know, we've got good length, and um, you know, it's just something we continue to improve on. Uh, Coach Mattis is in charge of our defense, and. Uh, he really did a nice job improving that and mixing up our full court pressure a little bit. And, and I think in the half court, we really solidified 
uh, some things as well. And, and I've said it a thousand times, but that's where it has to start for us. When you play really, really good defense, when you rebound, uh, when you play physical, aggressive basketball on that end, uh, you give yourself a chance. And um, I think we've done that here, um, you know, throughout the, the course of this last uh, month or so. At rebounding is certainly a huge key for us. You know, when we when we get defensive stops, we got to make sure we clean the boards up and um, not give a good team second and third opportunities. And uh, I think we're really good in transition, and we don't want to be taking the ball out of the basket uh, to run transition. We got to get stops. So uh, I just feel like we've really improved over the course of the season, and our kids have a lot of buy-in, and they know that they got to be really good on that end. Ked Kolstrud, the head coach of the O'Gorman Knights in his 24th year. They are playing for the state championship tonight at the Ice Arena in Rapid City against Rapid City Stevens right here on Fox Sports 98.1. It would be the school's third title, and it is also the eighth trip to the championship game. You guys broke through in 2017 after several close calls, 13 trips to the state tournament in a row for O'Gorman. So everything you just described has seemed to be the Knights' identity for that duration, for 13 years. Uh, what can you speak to that consistency of generally having that defensive identity, full-court pressure, then 2-3 zone that makes teams uncomfortable? How does O'Gorman stay that consistent year in and year out? Well, first of all, we have really good players. That's uh, that's certainly helped. And uh, kids that have buy into the system, uh, great kids to coach. They they work really hard, and um, you know they they understand that this is um, this is how we think we need to play basketball. And uh, when we do those things, we're a really really good basketball team. And um, you know it's just a matter of continuing to to work at them and get better at it and, and have that buy in. And, and then when you get into big games, um, you know, like throughout the tournament and last night, uh, you just got to step up and make big plays. And and I really thought all our kids did that, made big plays last night. They played confident basketball. Uh, they shared it with each other. They were having fun out there, um, you know, playing with great enthusiasm. And this is what high school basketball is all about. So uh, we're really, really excited for the big game tonight. What's particularly special about this group? And not so much in the basketball sense, but in – the personality of these young ladies. What will you remember most about them, no matter what happens tonight? Yeah, they're they're a really fun group. Uh, they work hard. I think they've got great team chemistry. Um, you know, they can screw around at times, just in a mm -hmm. fun way, or have a lot of, you know, just have a lot of fun there. Uh, they're really good kids. But uh, when it's time for business, uh, they know, they understand that, and they get to work. And um, they just have done a great job. Just tremendously proud of them. Um, again, and we're just really excited to get out tonight, and, and hopefully we can play our best basketball game tonight and, and go win a state championship. A couple more moments with Kent Colstrude as they go after that title tonight here on Fox Sports 98.1 and the girls' double A's out here in Rapid City. We've talked this season about Hannah Ronsick, your super senior who's off to Colorado State, Bergen Riley, the junior who's uh, committed to play volleyball at Nebraska. And then there's Molly Abduce, the sophomore point guard, who's just an absolute wizard and uh, an athlete that's so fun to watch. And I think, obviously, a lot of the O'Gorman community and maybe even a good chunk of the high school basketball community knows what she went through in the offseason, the pain that she went through. But for those who don't, uh, she kind of had a, a rare sort of disease describe what that was and your observations as how she handled it and has recovered from it and had a marvelous sophomore campaign yeah she has you know this summer she came down with uh, gillian beret uh syndrome and uh you know a really scary type of thing it just happened really fast and 
Uh, next thing we knew, you know, she was in the hospital and getting blood transfusions and uh, nobody had any idea, you know, what her status was going to be, um, you know, as far as getting back and be able to one play basketball. And, you know, all anybody cared at that time was we were able to get her back healthy, you know, get her out of the hospital and then just make sure she was going to lead a normal life. And uh, it's just been incredible. She's just a tremendously tough kid. Um, you know, she did all the right things. She's she fought her way through that uh, recovery and uh, just as a dynamic basketball player. Uh, she brings so many things to the table and, uh, you know, she obviously she's got the ability to score. But um, in the last couple of games, too, just the way she's fed the ball to her teammates, uh, she's just a great passer, just a, a tremendous basketball player. But um, just so proud of how, how she handled that situation and, and fought herself back into it and is able to get back and play the game that she loves so much. Uh, we're just really proud of her. Last one, Kent, is your opponent tonight. Rapid City Stevens in your way for a third state title at O'Gorman High School. And the Raiders are in the championship game for a second consecutive year. They lost to Washington last year. And you beat them 50-37 to in the one matchup between these two squads. That was back on February 4th, so not long ago. 50-36 to was the final. What do you remember most about that game? What specifically with regards to Rapid City Stevens and the way they play do you need to do to win this game? Yeah, they're just such an aggressive physical team. You know, they full-court pressure. Um, they don't let you do anything easy. They're going to make you have to work for everything. They switch on um, all their screens. Um, you know, a team that uh, just – they just want to get up in your grill and take some things away. So, uh you know, a big crowd environment tonight. It's going to be hard to hear to communicate yes. with our kids, especially in the first half um, down at the other end. And we're a team that runs a lot of quick hitters. So uh, we're going to have to really be able to communicate and uh, execute an offensive end. But um, ultimately, it's going to come down to, you know, us getting defensive stops, us rebounding, um, us getting out in transition, you know, and, and trying to find ways to get those easy baskets. Um, but it should be a great battle. We have tremendous respect for them. Uh, they've got kids that are very experienced. Uh, they've been in these big game situations just like our kids. So uh, we just can't wait to get it going. I'll slip in one last question. You mentioned the environment, and it was a fever pitch for each of the Rapid City Stevens games, especially when they played Rapid City Central on Thursday, understandably so. They don't have to drive across the state like you guys have had. What are your impressions of the ice arena, 5,000-seat hockey venue for a state <laughs> championship? Yeah, um, you know, it is what it is. It, it, you know, certainly treated us well these two games, and uh, they did have a big crowd both both days. So um, something we're going to have to be able to handle with composure. Um, you know, obviously none of those people can step out in that court, so it's going to be five on five on that court. It's just going to be huge that our kids communicate, that they keep their composure, uh, that we're all on the same page, and um, that we we go execute our stuff. But, um, again, it's just, we're just really excited to play. Yeah. Excited to see you, Kent. Congratulations, no matter what happens tonight. And thank you so much for joining us once again all season long. Best of luck. Kent Colstrude, 24 years now at O'Gorman and a model of consistency. The Knights and Rapid City Stevens tipping it off at about 9 o'clock Central Time tonight. We'll be on the air somewhere, oh, 15, 20 minutes before that right here on Fox Sports 98.1. The Midco Sports Coaches Show continues with Brandon Valley coach Mike Zur next on Fox Sports 
little bit later in the program, one of the best players in the history of basketball in Sioux Falls and South Dakota, Sean Tiva Pruitt, who was just a decade ago, she was with Sioux Falls Roosevelt at the state tournament, and she guided Jefferson to a win in its first ever state tournament game, and the Cavaliers did it against the number one seed in the defending champs, Washington, snapping their 15-game winning streak, handing them only their second loss of the season. Shantiva, a little bit later in the hour, along with Jamie Parrish, the Washington head coach. It is your state tournament, girls double-A version of the Midco Sports Coaches Show. Mike Zers, Brandon Valley Lynx, came into this event Seated number three, they gutted out a tough 43-39 win over Harrisburg in Thursday's quarterfinals. And last night, ran into the buzzsaw that is the number two seed, O'Gorman Knights, who will play for the championship tonight right here on Fox Sports 98.1 at 9 o'clock. Mike, pleasure to have you. Uh, it was, uh, let's go back to Thursday night, for those who didn't hear the interview for the pregame show of last night's game. Uh, you had to get past Harrisburg, and you know with that program, they are going to make things uncomfortable. How did you guys play through that and come out with the win? Yeah, thanks, John. Um, you know, with, with Harrisburg, obviously that's a group, and, you know, Gorman, all the teams here, you know, we're, we have a lot of respect for everybody here. Um, it takes a lot of effort and a lot of energy to, to get to the tournament in A, and, you know, you've really got to play your best. And, um, you know, I thought we had a – you know, it was really a game of runs Thursday night. Um, you know, we had some, we got up early and um, kind of got it to six, eight points and, um, you know, got it to eight, got it to 10. And we just couldn't really extend it. You know, they kept hanging around and I uh, made a little run, knocked in a couple of shots, made some plays late. And, um, you know, luckily, you know, really proud of our kids for um, keeping composure and, and being able to execute um, a couple of times in the half court, uh, being able to execute, get a couple offensive rebounds late. Um, you know, that end up sealing the win for us, um, which is, uh, you know, always great to, to come to a state tournament and win that first night. It sure is. And last night you had an O'Gorman squad that you had beat 70 to 66 in the season opener. They were 19 and three and the, <laughs> their defensive capabilities improved dramatically from that first game, uh, 50 to 37 win for the Knights. What were your observations throughout a game in which O'Gorman led most of the way? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a huge credit to them. Um, you know, they're incredibly talented and incredibly well coached. Um, they played with a ton of energy defensively, you know, and, and kind of took us out of the things that we wanted to do. And um, You know, the things, you know, I got to be better at uh, making sure that, you know, we've got options, um, you know, right away in that game so that we can, uh, you know, kind of settle in offensively a little bit. But, um you know, uh, the thing, you know, last night is, um, you know, you get yourself down and all of a sudden, um, you know, we continue to fight, continue to clock, continue to try to get it back. And um, it just takes so much energy to try to do that against the team, um, you know, with such great players like Hannah Ronzik and Molly Abdouche. And I mean, really all their starting five and, you know, they play six girls and they're all incredibly talented, um, you know, and uh, they really played well last night. So a lot of that has to do with them, but I'm really proud of our kids you know, down the stretch, um, this is just a group that's never going to quit. And, um, you know, able to to cut kind of a 15, 20-point lead, you know, down to 12, 13, you know, at the end of the game. And, um, you know, just never going to never gonna say die uh, down the stretch there. So, um, and obviously, you know, Hillary with a great performance, 
um, goes over a thousand points last night in the game. And, um, she's a special talent for us and really fun to coach her and, um, you know, six seniors that we will uh, send out the right way today for sure. No kidding. Cause you're going to be excited to have her pile on to those 1000 points because she will be back next year. Hillary Barron's an all stater already committed to play at South Dakota state. One of the best mid majors in the country. And you mentioned you have six seniors, Taylor Steeman, Sydney Thuey, and Kylie Foss, your point guard, Tessa Boar, and uh, Lily Weber. Stop me if I've missed anybody. Yep, and then uh, Rachel Spencer. Thank yeah. you. Uh, yep. What has this group meant to you? Um, you know, they kind of set the standard for who we are every day, you know, and um, this is a group that, um, you know, loves to just be together, you know, you know, and that's kind of our program, you know, mantra, whatever we break on together. And, you know, when you talk about uh, 14 to 18 year old high school girls, you know, getting them to do anything together and agree, you know, can sometimes kind of be a challenge. Um, but um, it's not a challenge with this group. Uh, you know, they all fill their roles incredibly well. Uh, Tessa and Taylor give us a ton of energy. Um, Kylie and Sydney kind of give us that competitive fire that we need all the time. And then you've got Rachel Spencer and Lily Weber, who, um, you know, are two of the most consistent kids that I've ever coached. Uh, kids that show up every single day, you know, accept the role and, you know, are willing to, you know, sacrifice playing time, um, you know, to still be positive, be supportive. You know, the first two off the bench when when good things happen. And, um, you know, it's it's a it's a fun group. And, um, you know, for the younger kids in our program and for, um, you know, them to kind of see what it looks like and how there's different roles for everybody within what we do. Um, you know, it's a huge blessing to have kids like that. Um, it's what makes our jobs really fun to uh, kind of see them grow and develop and um, let them leave, leave a legacy. And, um, you know, hopefully we can uh, go out the right way with a win tonight against a, a really good Jefferson team who, um, you know, competes just like we do. So that'll, that'll be a lot of fun tonight. But, um, but yeah, really proud of those six. And, um, you know, our two managers, too, Michaela Veld and Macy Borhave, uh, they're they're phenomenal kids, too. So, um, you know, a great hopefully a great day for the Lynx and um, our community and our families. Um, and we'll have a lot of fun today as a team. So. I, I, I can sense in your voice you're you're going to miss them <laughs> and that you don't want this to end. Yeah. You know, we've 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 got a lot of um, I'm a pretty passionate guy from time to time, John. Um, and, uh, you know, we're we're just really lucky to coach kids. Um you know, it's it's a really it's a it's a great blessing to be able to sit here and um, build a team and, you know, try to get them to, you know, play, play really hard. Yes. And, you know, play really well. But um, you get to know kids and, you know, kind of learn their story. And, um, you know, they have a great impact on us, you know, hopefully just like we uh, get to impact them. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, last one. And hopefully this won't be too difficult for you. But I, I have to ask, since you were so close to Chad Garrow, the football coach, Sure. Um, who passed away kind of middle of the season. How, how much has it felt like he's kind of been there with you and with these girls? Because he seemed, even though he wasn't a girls basketball coach, seemed to have a connection with almost every student in the school. Yeah, no, I, I think, um, you know, when you talk about Chad, he, he has an impact on, he had an impact on everybody he met, um, everybody that crosses his path. But, um, you know, moments like, you know, even last night, yesterday, you know, you talk about, a guy who just loves to prep for games like that. You know, I thought of him a couple different times yesterday. Um, you know, he's in your head, like, don't be too complicated. You know, make sure you uh, do what you do, you know. Um, you know, make sure you prep them for everything. And, uh, and and don't forget to have fun, you know, because there's nothing like the competitive greatness that happens on, um, 
when you get to the semifinals and uh, you get to turn kids loose and let them, you know, compete for a goal that they have. So, um, you know, he's obviously always in our hearts, always in our minds and, um, you know, continue to think of him and his, uh, his family, um, you know, as they continue to try to adjust to new normal. Um, but, uh, yeah, a tremendous guy and, um, you know, we'll miss him, continue to miss him for sure. Mike, thank you so much. Best of luck in the third place game against Jefferson tonight. Thanks, John. Thanks for the coverage all year. Appreciate it. You bet. Mike Zur, head coach, Brandon Valley Links, and our Girls State Basketball edition of the Midco Sports Coaches Show continues next with Jamie Parrish and his Washington Warriors on Fox Sports 98.1. <laughs> State championship game tonight, about 9 o'clock for the tip-off. We'll have a pregame show for a while before that, right here on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and KWSN. It's the O'Gorman Knights and the Rapid City Stevens Raiders. Pleasure to be joined by the head coach of the number one seed in this event, the team that came in with the best record, the most impressive resume, the Washington Warriors 21-2. It's been a heck of of a season on the east side of Sioux Falls and the head coach Jamie Parrish joins us and at the same time Jamie we're, we won't mince words or, or, or fake sentiment here this uh, playing for fifth place tonight was not the position you or your team expected you to be and that has to do with the way Sioux Falls Jefferson closed out the state quarterfinals game against you guys on Thursday afternoon. So how, how have you been wrestling with that as you wake up on Saturday morning? You know what? It was uh, obviously Thursday and uh, Friday morning weren't a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, that's the good thing about having high school kids is that they're pretty resilient. Um, we got into shoot around and uh, we had some low spirits, low energy, but uh, we talked about a couple things and and they bounced back and I give them a ton of credit, you know, they, they had a choice to make yesterday, whether they were going to, uh, you know, let one game ruin the rest of their season, or if they wanted to show up and still play and still perform. And, uh, they were, were really proud of the way that they showed up. Yeah. They'll have Harrisburg tonight in that consolation championship game, or I should say a little bit later this afternoon at about two forty-five central time. What made the difference for Sioux Falls Jefferson, a team you had beaten twice this year, but by 28 in game one, and then they really closed the gap, and you guys were able to get by them by three in game two, and then on Thursday in game three, a seven-point lead with about three minutes left. What made the difference down the stretch for Shantiva Pruitt's Cavaliers? Well, down the stretch, we, um, you know, I think we – had three or four consecutive turnovers or bad shots that just uh, turned turned directly into points for them. And um, you, you can't do that against a good team. You know, uh, Watkins is a wee, 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 wee. We just couldn't recover once they got the lead there. 47-43 was the final score. Then you came back and beat Rapid City Central 46-33. As you mentioned, they made a choice, your team, and they, they went out and played well and got the win. Tonight you will have Harrisburg. But let's go through your seniors, Jackalango, Wenantanda, Bailey Lester, and Kelsey Severson, along with Bianca Meeks. Did I miss anybody? No, that's it. That's the four of them. <laughs> what has this group meant to you, Jamie? You know, obviously, um, 
Jack Alinga is a kid who gets a lot of attention and, you know, we, we could talk about her for a long period of time. Um, I think the thing with her that people who aren't in our program don't realize is just how good of a kid she is, how good of a teammate she is. Um, it's pretty easy when you are a, a standout athlete who's getting all that attention to be a little bit selfish, but that's not her at all. Um, you know, going down the line, Bianca is a great kid. She's been part of our program and it's been fun to watch her develop from a kid who, you know, kind of liked basketball to, uh, she was really important to what we were doing this year. She was our sixth person off the bench. She made some really big plays, made some shots for us during the year. And, um, you know, great kid. Um, Kelsey is a kid who can really shoot the heck out of the ball. Whenever we have shooting competitions at practice, uh, she's one of those kids that's, um, you know, trying to, trying to push the envelope a little bit and make the kids work a little bit harder. And Bailey is, uh, Bailey's just an outstanding teammate. She's going to play soccer in college and, um, you know, just the way that she treats her teammates, she brings so many positive things to our team that you just don't see unless you're at practice every day. Sure. And if you don't mind to indulge us with a story or an anecdote about Jankalinga, going back to what you just said, uh, it could be one of her dynamite performances or, or one of those moments off the court that none of us see? What, what glimpse can you give us into what it was like to coach her? You know, maybe my, uh, my favorite story, and this just happened recently, um, after a ball game, uh, after we had won our Sodak 16 game, um, you know, there's people on the court want to take pictures, and uh, we had a, a lady come up with her um, – we found out later that it was her niece and just said, you know what, Jacqueline is her favorite player. She wanted to take a picture with her. And, uh, you know, Jacqueline just stopped what she was doing and went and spent, you know, a couple of minutes with this little girl named Katie and took a picture. Well, we found out later that uh, Katie is in about, oh, I think it's about the fourth or fifth grade. And within the last six months, she has, uh, she's lost both of her parents. Mm. And, uh, uh, is now living with the aunt. And like I said, you know, that would have been, um, you know, since that time, Jacqueline and her have exchanged some pictures and some things back and forth. And, you know, it would have been really easy for Jacqueline to just be caught up in the moment of celebrating with my friends, taking picture with my family, with the, and without having any idea what was going on in this young lady's life, you know, she took the two minutes to, you know, call her by name. How are you doing? Uh, mm. You know, keep working hard. I hope school's going well. And, you know, and that's not a, that's not an uncommon thing for her. That's just who she is. And, uh, you know, it was the right kid at the right moment right there. That's the good stuff, Jamie. Really appreciate you sharing that with us and enjoy coaching her and those four seniors and this 2021-22 Washington Warrior team one last time tonight. Thanks for joining me this morning. Well, thank you very much for uh, covering our kids throughout the year. It's been my pleasure. Jamie Parrish, Sioux Falls, Washington, and our Midco Sports Coaches show continues next with his opponent tonight, Nick Meyer and the Harrisburg Tigers. Fox Sports 98.1. <laughs>
The Harrisburg Tigers, they were the lone team in this state tournament field in girls class AA that got here by going on the road and earning that berth. By beating Huron last week, we heard a little bit about it from their eighth year head coach, Nick Meyer, on last Saturday's show. And Harrisburg put up quite a fight as the number 11 seed against third seed Brandon Valley on Thursday. Eventually, the Lynx held on 43-39, to and then the Tigers followed it up last night with a 55-49 win over Lincoln. So Harrisburg will play for fifth place today against Sioux Falls, Washington, the number one seed. And it's a pleasure to be joined by the head coach of Harrisburg, Nick Meyer, joining us in Nick, uh, along the same lines as last week, this is not the best record you've ever had at Harrisburg. The beauty can be in South Dakota High School AA hoops. You win one game, and you really earn it by going to Huron Arena. And you get to get to enjoy a state tournament. And so how much have you guys enjoyed your stay so far? Oh, we've we've enjoyed it uh, incredibly, John. Thanks for having me. Uh, I appreciate it. You know, just you and I were just talking a second ago about you know looking out our hotel windows and, and seeing the Black Hills and, and things like that. And so we get to we get to enjoy being out here together as a team, and uh, you know going to shoot arounds and breakfasts and and going to watch games and obviously participating in those games. And uh, it's a good finality to to this season. You know, there were some some tough stretches in the season as kind of every team has, I think. But, you know, there was a stretch where we lost four games in a row and boy, we were just really trying to find ourselves. And uh, we finished a regular season winning the last two uh, huge wins for us. I know we talked about this last week, too. But and then, you know, going on the road to here uh, in Huron and getting a huge Sodak 16 win and being able to come out here and, and play and compete in the state tournament. And like I said, we competed really well with the third seed, Brandon. Uh, you know, we, we got him to a possession and, uh, you know, they hit some free throws down the stretch and, and, and things like that. And, you know, they're well coached and uh, a solid team. But I was really proud of how our kids battled back to that game. We were down 11 in the third quarter and, and able to, to show kind of that resiliency uh, that we've shown all year. And then, you know, just that again, that resiliency again uh, yesterday and being able to come out, uh, you know, in the first half was, was not our best half. And we talked to our kids about that and, and they, they, they took that upon themselves and man, we shot the ball well in the second half yesterday, especially in the third quarter. Um, and, you know, I think we were five for five from three in the second half and, uh, you know, shot 50% for the game. Uh, but that was a difference maker for us that second half. And I was really proud of how our kids responded and, and able to get a huge win yesterday. Yeah. And now you get the Washington Warriors tonight. That's that's quite an interesting way to finish a season. This has been the number one team in the state most of the year, the defending state champs, they, ha they have the Gatorade Player of the Year in Jackalinga win in Tonda. So you guys will tip it off at about 2.45 Central Time today. And Washington beat you guys earlier this season. So what do you remember about this game and what kind of things do, do you tell your crew in hopes of uh, finishing the season with a big victory? 86-80. Yeah, that was the second game of the year, and it was just yep. a shootout, obviously. Um, you know, with all those points being scored, um, boy, we're, we're going to have to find them in transition. Uh, they are athletic. They get out and run. And, of course, you know, Gatorade Player of the Year. Um, 
we're going to have to make sure we limit her offensive rebounds and try to uh, limit easy baskets for her as well. Um, but yeah, just thinking back to that game in December, which seems like so long ago yeah. right now, but it actually wasn't. Uh, it was, it, it, we, neither team could miss. Uh, and I was watching the film a little bit this morning and it was just back and forth and back and forth. It was a, a fun game to be a part of to just kind of witness that. And, you know, if we get that again, great. If not, we'll, we'll grind them out. And that's kind of been our, our goal this year as we progress as a team is, is to play a half court game uh, on both ends of the floor. You know, we want to, we want to really grind them out uh, in terms of their defense and, and make teams guard and get the great shot and go get an offensive rebound. And then defensively uh, we want to make shots tough for them and get a defensive rebound so you know that it, i think it'll be an intriguing matchup we're looking forward to it and uh, hopefully we get a big win today nick meyer head coach harrisburg tigers joining us on state championship saturday on the midco sports coaches show here on fox sports 98.1 you will say goodbye to three seniors correct me if i and the state tournament program are wrong uh, sydney hybertson kennedy healy kaylee plon and Emily Boyer. I'll give you a chance to talk about each of those four, but man, Emily Boyer is off to play softball at Texas A&M, and that's that's quite a presence you will be missing next year when Harrisburg laces it up again. So what can you say about her as she plays her final game? Yeah, like you said, uh, we'll miss that presence inside. Uh, we'll miss her, her, her great attitude, um, her leadership, and, you know, just it's fun to be around her. Uh, you know, she's just she's a great kid and she doesn't really let a lot get to her, you know, and she kind of just goes with the flow of things. And, you know, we didn't know for sure uh, when she was a, when she was a freshman, if, if uh, we'd be having four years of basketball with her. Honestly, softball is such a big thing in her life. And and we understand that that would be something that she'd want to do year round. But we're really glad that uh, she stayed as a part of our of, of our program. And, and we've benefited immensely because of it. Uh, and we'll miss her greatly. And the other three? Uh, Sid Hybertson is going to go off and play basketball at the University of Mary in Bismarck. Nice. Um, and and Sid has shown uh, an incredible amount of, once again, they use the same word, resiliency again, uh, but she was in a car accident this last summer and uh, you know, limited, obviously, a lot of the summer basketball stuff that she did, and she's worked her way back to rehab and uh, to be able to, to get where she's at today has, is an incredible testament to her character and her work ethic. And, you know, once again, uh, you know, it's a two-year starter for us. Uh, and we'll miss her leadership and uh, obviously her, her um, you know, strengths uh, in terms of a player and, and, and all of that. So, you know, we wish her the best. Uh, Kaylee Plain and Kennedy Healy, you know, kids that haven't maybe seen as, much, as many minutes as, as maybe they would have liked, but have, have accepted that role. You know, they, they're just great senior leaders come to practice every single day. Uh, you know, a couple of the first kids that are there, get the basketballs out, get us going into whatever drill that we're going to get into. Uh, attitudes have been great. And so all across the board, those four seniors have been great leaders for us. And, you know, we know that they're going to go on and do some incredible things with their life. And, and we, we sincerely thank them for everything that they've done for our program. Well, Nick, thank you as always for joining us on these Saturday mornings, let her rip tonight. And uh, we'll talk next season. Awesome. Hey, thanks, John. Thanks for all the coverage. I appreciate it. You bet. Nick Meyer, head coach, Harrisburg Tigers. We have two more to go. 
on the Midco Sports Coaches Show. Shantiva Pruitt of Jefferson, and up next, Matt Daly of Lincoln here on Fox Sports 98.1. The Lincoln Patriots will be tipping things off on Championship Saturday out here in Rapid City, Girls AA State Tournament. Of course, we will have the state championship game right here on Fox Sports 98.1 as O'Gorman takes on Rapid City Stevens at about 9 o'clock Central Time. If you missed our interview with O'Gorman's Kent Colsrud, you can find it on our podcast page, the entire episode that we have here today, kwsn.com. Just go to the podcast page and click on the prep pods. Or you can hear Kent's interview on our pregame show, which will start just before a quarter to 9 o'clock tonight or whenever. Uh, it is about 20 minutes before that game tips off, depending on how things roll. In the third-place game, which will feature Brandon Valley taking on Sioux Falls Jefferson. And the head coach of the Cavaliers, Shantiva Pruitt, will be with us to round out the show in just a bit. Fifth place game, you've heard their coaches, Washington and Harrisburg. And today, number seven, Lincoln, will play for seventh place against the number five seed, Rapid City Central. Patriots losing to number two, O'Gorman, on Thursday night. And then Harrisburg won a close one, 55-49 in yesterday's Constellation Semifinals. Head coach of the Lincoln Patriots, Matt Daly, joining us on a Saturday morning. Matt, we were just talking before we got the recorder rolling that, uh, you know, it's it's somewhat unique to South Dakota that every team gets to play three games no matter what. Other states, like the one I grew up in, Nebraska, it's just if you lose in the first round, you are you are one and done. So, how do you feel about the opportunity to play one more and finish the season with a win? Yeah, you know, for us, we're, we're taking it as a positive. We, uh, we were excited to, to qualify for the state tournament. Um, and you realize very quickly, you know, especially in a, a first-round matchup with O'Gorman, that experience means a lot here. So, you know, playing it out and getting a third game is a good experience for us. You know, these girls have never been to a state tournament before. And, uh, you know, getting that second, third game for us is a good opportunity for us to get some state tournament experience because, um, you know, you can tell them all you want, but uh, the atmosphere here is much different. The, the big floor, the bright lights, the, the TV timeouts, the flow of the game, uh, plus the emotions involved of, of being at state. It's, uh, it's something where uh, a trip to the state tournament or two and having that experience definitely gives you an edge. Absolutely, and we'll get into O'Gorman and and how that transpired, if you don't mind, in a moment. But uh, experience does count. The only coach I've asked so far today about the ice arena here in Rapid City in the Monument Complex, a renamed uh, complex that houses the Barnett Arena, which was its main arena for so many years. And now it has a brand new arena called the Summit, but a couple conflicts with the Girls' State Tournament, a, a concert on Thursday, an indoor football game tonight. So you guys didn't get a chance to play there. What what do you make of the 5,000-seat or so hockey arena where the games have been played for the AA girls? Yeah, you know, I think the venue's been been great. I think, uh, you know, the, the brand-new floor and, uh, you know, the venue itself, as far as what we need for capacity for attendance, has been fine. I think uh, I think it's just a little little frustrating with just the, the, the low attendance. I think uh, having a bigger crowd here, um, 
you know would would make the state tournament experience uh, a little more memorable and it's it's uh it's a little tough um but uh beyond that i think you know the venue itself you know we've we've played in in my 10 years we've played it in brookings we've played it uh in sioux falls at the premier center we've we've been out here um in the older arena here and um as far as the the, the court itself and the venue i think it's been a great venue yeah, but uh, I think just finding a way to get get more people to the state tournament and making that atmosphere a little more lively, and I think even the the revenue side of things would would uh, you know liven up things as well on on the uh, on the financial side of things. But uh, but we also know that you know playing out on both sides of the state is important to both economies, and, yeah. and uh, we go where we're sent. So <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean, at least you get a little vacation—not a vacation, but you know what I mean—a road yeah. trip, a uh, chance to stay in hotel rooms, and for the kids to kind of uh, isolation's a bad word, but yeah, just to kind of be with each other and uh, something you don't quite experience the same way if you're just rolling out of bed. You're gonna say goodbye to four seniors. Correct me if I'm wrong. And those four seniors are Addison Sand, Elena Sorensen, Kaya Jensen, and Allison Honor. What will you remember and miss about them? I tell you what, they're uh, a resilient group. You know, we we hoped to get them here in their sophomore year when we uh, had the COVID year to get them some state, you know, tournament experience. And then we unfortunately went four and fourteen last year and didn't get here. Um, I'm just incredibly proud of this group to be resilient and fight through a lot of that disappointment and to continue to play basketball and fight through it and, and to get this program going back in the right direction after a rough, you know, 2021 year. And, um, and, you know, I, I tip my hat to them. Uh, they, they stuck with it. They've, they've battled and, you know, we achieved our goal of, of hosting a, a 16 game at home and getting into the tournament and, and we had really competitive, you know, really the only team that we weren't competitive with this year uh, was O'Gorman. Our second go around with Washington was was competitive. And, you know, we, we had Brandon down the whole game. We lost two games with Jefferson that were really close. We lost two games with Rapid City schools that were really close. So we kind of feel like we're, we're inching our way back up to where we were a couple of years ago. Um, uh, just being one of the top programs in the state. And we just have to keep battling and keep working and I think these seniors will realize, you know, probably about this time next year, what they did for this program as, as hopefully they see these younger girls they played with this year, uh, making another trip back to state. Well, Matt, congratulations on getting here. Thanks for your time all season long and best of luck today. Thanks, John. Appreciate you. You bet. Matt Daly, Sioux Falls Lincoln girls, and we will round out the girls double a state tournament edition of the Midco sports coaches show with the leader of the Sioux Falls Jefferson Cavaliers. They scored the most thrilling and frankly surprising win of this event by beating Washington on Thursday in the quarterfinals. And we'll hear from the former Roosevelt All-Stater and Gatorade Player of the Year next on Fox Sports 98 1. Cavaliers get the hand up and the win! March Madness is here! 8 seed Jefferson upsets the number one ranked defending state champion Washington Warriors. 47-43. The Cavs bouncing up and down in the huddle. And they move on to tomorrow's semifinals. We will round it out with the head coach that had 
perhaps the most thrilling victory any team has had in the state tournament. I mean, they're all terrific when you can win in this event, especially if you make the championship game like Rapid City Stevens and O'Gorman have done so for tonight. We'll have that game at 9 o'clock here on Fox Sports 98.1. But Shantiva Pruitt, in her first year as a head coach in high school basketball, only about a decade after she last played, and in Sioux Falls Jefferson's first year as a school and in their first ever state tournament game, they beat number one Washington 47-43 on Thursday afternoon, scoring the final 11 points of the game. Quite a memorable way to get a basketball program rolling. And the head coach of the Cavaliers, Shantiva Pruitt, joins us. They will be playing for third place today at 6 o'clock Mountain, 7 o'clock Central Time, and that will be against Brandon Valley. Shantiva, congratulations on everything so far. For those who missed the pregame interview last night when we chatted about how you guys pulled off that amazing last few minutes against Washington, take us back there Thursday night, how you did it, and what you'll always remember about that game. Yeah, um, you know, it was a fun um, environment and a fun game to coach and be a part of it. You know, I know my girls felt the same way. And, um, you know, we just really tried to focus on that defensive part um, against Washington. Um, everybody knows Jacqueline is an amazing player. And um, kind of like I said yesterday, you can't stop her. you got to contain her. And so um, we did our best to do that. And, um, you know, our girls just bought into that and how we could try to uh, limit them to one shot and um, push the basketball and get some easy buckets for us. And, you know, we were down at one point, but um, our girls didn't give up and they continued to fight back. So I'm just proud of how hard they've been working this season. And then last night, look, you now you're in that big stage and one win away from a state tournament and somewhat of a similar type of game. Although you went back and forth with Washington all night. They had a seven point lead with a few minutes left. Uh Rapid City Stevens was leading most of this game, but you guys were in striking distance. So, of course, when we got to about the five-minute and the four-minute mark of the fourth quarter, it's about a 10-point game. We're, we're all kind of wondering, okay, uh, they they did it on Thursday, and there, there were a couple plays where you got the stop, you got the transition, and uh, you, were, you were marching on. But uh, what was it about Rapid City Stevens last night that was able to keep you guys from, from doing that again? Um, you know, Stevens is a very good team. They're a very physical team. Um, it's a very physical game. Um, and I think, you know, there was some some opportunities we missed on some layups and shots and possessions. But, you know, they hit some big shots at the same time, and they have to be credited for that. You know, we gave up some transition layups that they ca- uh, capitalized on, and um, they hit some big threes along the way. Um, you know, free throws are something, you know, looking back at, I think we missed quite a few of those too. But again, I'm just proud of my girls um, for, for getting that far, um, you know, again, for fighting back, not giving up um, at any point of the game. And, um, you know, like I told them, we get one more uh, opportunity here to, to play today, um, play together, um, have fun with one another. And, you know, that's the goal here today. Shantiva Pruitt rounding out our Midco Sports Coaches Show here on Fox Sports 98.1. And, Best of luck against Brandon Valley tonight, and I'd love to hear more about the overall first season, what the identity of this team was, what these girls were like to coach, and how you will remember your first season as a head coach. You know, it was honestly everything you could ask for as a head coach. Um, You know, the group of girls that, um, you know, had faith to come over and um, start a new program and a new culture you know, every single girl that is part of our program played a huge role of, into that. You know, they they bought into us as a coaching staff, um, us as each other, or them as each other, and yeah. 
Um, like I said, they're, they're family. Um, you know, the, the chemistry that they have off the court is something that goes far beyond basketball. And that's something we want them to leave with, you know, is the memories, um, the type of people that we create that go out in this world. And um, I couldn't have asked for, for a better group of seniors and Morgan Whiting and Talia Hayes to help start that culture. Um, but all of our girls, like I said, we're just beyond blessed to, to have the, the program that we do, the support that we do from um, everybody that's the Jefferson Cavalier and um, couldn't ask for a better better year, a better group to start with. Yeah, way to roar out of the gate, Shantiva. Best of luck tonight, and we'll talk to you next season. Thanks so much for joining us all year long. Shantiva Pruitt of the Jefferson Cavaliers. It only took me about midway into the season to say Pruitt instead of Ashley, and I don't think I am alone. What an amazing player, and she's proven to be a dynamite coach already. That does it. We have one more Midco Sports Coaches show to go, and that is, of course, next week, and we'll do mostly boys AA state tournament hoops talk. Also, the Sioux Falls Christian Chargers in the Class A event. Congrats on a wonderful season to all the girls' teams across South Dakota. And a reminder, the O'Gorman Knights and Rapid City Stevens Raiders tip it off around 9 o'clock tonight, and you'll hear the Class AA state championship of course, on these very airwaves. For the South Dakota Rock and Roll Hall of Famer, John Michaels, I'm John Gaskins. This has been the Midco Sports Coaches Show on Fox Sports 98.1, AM 1230, and kwsn.com.